right, everyone. We're really excited for episode one for our podcast. This is new to us, so we're still getting kind of used to it. Um, we're going to be speaking about medical aesthetics, non-surgical. And there's a lot of things. I've got two beautiful nurses here. Thank one you. is Belinda Stewart. One is Tish Bryan. Mm -hmm. They've been here for a long time, and they are the experts. I trust them with my face, both of them. <laughs> um, so let's go with Belinda. How, um, what is your favorite thing to do with injectables? Gosh, I would say lips. Lips is my favorite thing to do. It's, um, you got two different styles out there these days. There's this younger generation that wants to have this big bodacious, bodacious lip, I would say. And then you've got this aging clients. I hate to say that I'm in that aging clientele, but you have this other generation that want more of a natural looking lip. So smoothing. yeah, more mm -hmm. of a smoothing and mm -hmm. you know, the challenge or uh, the fun part of it is just knowing what kind of lip they want. There are a few that leave the place and I'm like, don't tell anybody I did your lips. <laughs> well, I <laughs> cause they're so full, but that's what they want. Some people can hold that look. Yeah. Well, and I yeah. think so too. A lot of people, when they think filler, they think Kardashian. And so not everybody that comes in is expecting that. So I think there's a lot of people that want filler, but they don't necessarily think, or they think, well, if I'm going to go in there and get filler, I'm going to end up looking like Kylie Jenner. Right. Right. And that's not always the case. So I think uh, maybe most people might be a little intimidated because right. they're thinking that's going to be the result, but it's not. I would agree with you 100%. Yeah. Is, and, and, you know, just really making sure in that consultation we understand what their needs and their wants right. are. And I think we're really good at doing that. So I don't have a problem doing those big, big bodacious lips, <laughs> but I enjoy doing both. I just want to make sure I'm giving the client the what they want yeah I think for me being an owner too because we can get basically anything we want anytime we want right <laughs> and so when we had the mid facelift, which is the voluma right in mm -hmm. the cheeks and then mm -hmm. all of that good stuff and I was scared to death to do it because I was like oh I already have high cheekbones I don't want to look weird or overfilled and I mean you basically sat me down it's like we're going to do this because mm -hmm. it doesn't do that <laughs> the areas that you're complaining about it helps with that and it it was one of my favorite things that I've done so and I a, think that's a that's very natural look mm -hmm. it's one of my favorite things to do yeah so you would say the mid-face lift mm -hmm. is yours yeah, yeah. It instantaneously look better yeah right so w w what is a mid-face lift so it's a syringe of voluma in each cheek and then juvederm around the mouth right and the purpose of that would be to lift. <laughs> <laughs> this is to, to look first. younger. Taryn and I have already done this once, yeah. so we. I've, um, We're throwing you on the spot. Yeah, I'm putting it you on the spot. I'm sorry. Adds volume, makes them look better, helps with wrinkles. Yeah. I like doing that one too, just because as we age, we start to get really jelly. And yeah. so a lot of people think that doing filler just in the um, marionettes or your smile lines is all you need, but really, we're really dropping from the cheeks down. And so I personally right. like that mid face lift because it just lifts everything from below up. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one of my favorite things. So too. there mm -hmm. is a thing that was at the arcing, right? Yeah. Because before I did the mid face lift, I had the areas that I didn't like, and you were like, hey, we can just do a little arcing and all of that stuff. So I think people that might not be ready or maybe too scared like I was with the mid-facelift, that was an option, too, to help correct some of those areas right. as well. Yeah, I like the arcing, too. It's just a term, out, a term for arcderma, mm -hmm. and both Tish and I got trained in that about 10 years ago, which mm -hmm. I think it's exciting that we've been in this industry for over that right. amount of time, and every year there's something new and more um, 
softer, more natural look to it. And Arcderma is something that um, I feel like gives a very natural look. It mm -hmm. gives a nice lifting. It's just a technique when we do that mm -hmm. mid-face lift. There's mm -hmm. tons and of it, different techniques, but... It's easy to get to those harder places when you do the Arcderma. So I guess that's where more of the art artistry yeah, comes Yeah, it's in. a lot of artistry we'll within that. Less filler. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a more natural look. Placement. A little bit more of an advanced technology, mm -hmm. I would say, whenever you do, are doing filler. And again, it's just about lifting those nasolabial folds right. and the marionettes and, and the lips. And it, it, it's just such a sweet, soft, and natural look. Right. I agree. So this is another thing that I thought was really cool that I didn't know that you guys could do as um, injectors. When my mom came in for um, some kind of training you were doing, and you did filler in her chin. Yeah. So my mom, sorry, mom, I'm going to call you out on this one. Um, she's always had just, just her chin wasn't very defined and didn't even know that was an option. And so when Belinda was doing the training, she goes, you know, Marianne, I could just add a little bit of filler right here. She, it changed everything for her. She was yeah. so excited about it. And so I thought that was really cool that that's, there's other things you can do with filler besides right. just lips. And, and a lot of times I'll tell the client to put it in right here, just a little ribbon mm -hmm. on the bottom of the chin. Right. Um, and it makes a huge difference. And they didn't even think they needed filler there. Right. Well, it's one of those areas that's not considered on-label with filler, but we do all kinds of off-label stuff. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean it's illegal and you can't do it. It just hasn't been studied and um, FDA-approved. FDA we do use it with FDA-approved mm -hmm. products, but you really can't not treat the chin. I mean, right. if you're treating the whole face and you're trying to give them a more rejuvenated look, right. you got to treat the chin, just like sometimes we can treat the nose and the lips mm -hmm. and the cheeks. Right. And um, it is part of that face and so creating that nice long I mean as we age we tend to shorten our chin sometimes yeah, sometimes it gets yeah, yeah or sometimes it gets longer mm -hmm. so it is definitely an area that needs to be addressed yeah. and it's fun <laughs> so what are some other things that you can do with Botox like with filler you can do it in chin and things like that what are some little um, things that people always think Botox is here and here right you can put it uh, in the neck to help kind of lift up and retract a little bit um, you can put it uh, on around crow's feet, things like that. Like around your mm -hmm. eyes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you can do it also like right here. Yeah, you could do it in your bunny. Called, the yeah. bunny lines. Mm -hmm. You can do it on the right here to kind of lift the sides of the mouth up. Yeah. I mean, I can get into my technical terms. Get dorky on it. We want dorky, dorky yes. Belinda. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the three main areas that people come in for Botox would be for their, you know, when they get those 11s between their brows, mm -hmm. which is a really nice treatment, their forehead, and then their crow's feet. Those are the most common things that people come in and ask for. Right. Ask for. But there's a lot of off-label things that we can do. We can actually slim the face by treating the masseters on the side. Mm -hmm. um, we can actually do little lip flips, which seems to be really popular. Um, popular. Right? Those have been uh, popular. Right. Some people get a little dimply in their chin, so we can, we call yeah. that the orange peel chin. Mm -hmm. I love what Tish brought up in the neck mm -hmm. bands. That's an area that I think we are lacking when it comes to filler and Botox. Right. Um, but to get that nice natural look. And I, I personally love the little DAO treatments. Yeah. Um, it actually turns the corners of your lips up. I will say that Tish was my first complaint. She's like, <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I maybe have had one. Either you do or you don't. <laughs> Either you do or you don't. Yeah. But not for everybody. Not right. for everybody. But I would say that 90% of my clients love um, doing that DAO treatment. It yeah. just really prevents that frowny muscle that comes in and, and, and brings that up. And, and we are doing all kinds of microtox these That's days. That's what I was going to say, right? the microtox the too. Right. Tear trough. Absolutely. Yeah. Just to smooth that skin. And, and that being said, we can put it in a little vial that's got a glass container that 
it's called aqua gold that mm -hmm. you can actually treat the skin with it. We are learning to do Botox just with the skin pen. Right. Um, there's all kinds of fun things that we're trying to be innovative and get out there with the Botox. So it, it's no longer just for frown muscles. Right. It's, it's got a realm of things. For the forehead. So I know the neck area seems to be a big concern for people coming in. What are some treatments that you can do for the neck? Well, you know, Tish kind of mentioned that first one that you can do with Botox. You know, Botox has longevity of about three to four months. If you get any longer than that, you're really lucky, okay, because that's mm -hmm. not really what it's meant to do. But it can do that. And some people get a little shorter, and usually when they don't get that duration, it's just because we're not doing enough. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean right. that Botox isn't working. It. Right. Mm -hmm. So Botox would be one of those things. We just added a new laser as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. It's called the Profound. Yeah. Um, we're excited. We actually did a little training last week. We've been so excited about bringing this on all year long. And I think it's that first thing that might address the neck yeah. area that um, clients are asking for. So mm -hmm. um, it really does the tightening and the lift, I would say, and debulking. Right. Um, not everybody's a client for it. So you definitely want to come in and have a consultation. If, you, if you've got a really lax skin and lots of hanging skin that's not probably the treatment for you but right. or if they have a lot of volume when right. they have a lot of volume you can do kybella correct right kybella, kybella will debulk as well and so mm -hmm. that is another neck treatment that we can use but yeah. we could also do photofacials for pigmentation right. and um, vascularity if you've got a lot of uh, rosacea yep. redness things like that but you know the neck is something that we could address a whole lot more and I'm just excited that we can do it this year yeah yeah, that's Great. exciting. That's exciting. So I know um, just to talk a little bit too about our spa has grown quite a bit. And so there's always a feeling of um, just intimidation sometimes of going in different spas and everything. And I know that we've always been kind of like, oh, we want people to feel comfortable here. And we have this facility and we've done an update and everything like that. And um, just letting them know that we're still the same you know, right. happy mm -hmm. group that we've always been. and Well, I think with that expansion, and as you can tell, I'm the talker. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> likes to talk. I'm crying. I mean, I love to You're talk. like, I can't get a word in. <laughs> no, I'm um, but, you know, just because w when we designed this facility, we really kind of wanted to create two different waiting areas. That way you didn't have 20 people waiting in one little area. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we have a little bit of a separation by a hallway. So you can come in on the aesthetic side, and you uh, you have to get invited back into this nice, beautiful relaxing spot and that's where you might be in a robe or you know it, maybe not but mm. it's just a little bit more private yeah and then we have a separate area that's more of our med side and then that med side it's a little bit brighter it's right when you walk in and that way you're just you're not overwhelmed with the um, uh, the large amount of clientele that's walking in and out of the door right I think that separation has really uh, made the flow a lot better yeah, and uh, less intimidating yeah and I think once we get them back into the room, you know, you sit down and talk about what their needs are, they connect that way too. Right. I agree. I think that the consultation, especially because we do have such um, experienced nurses, we've mm -hmm. been doing this a while. So being able to relate to the clients, it's been really easy for us because we do have quite a bit of experience right. in this industry. Yeah. And one of the fun things we like to do, and I love doing this with Tish and Taryn, <laughs> is we, we really do try to travel two or three times a year and go to different conferences right. that are um, valid for what we do. We have a lot of fun. We've There's updated. a lot of bonding. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we just want to make sure that we're giving updated and new things. And current. Current. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So on our lasers that we have, we have quite a few. So what would you say is your favorite laser to perform, Tish? I like the photofacial because the pigmentation is a big issue with a lot of people, and you can see the results right away. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, most of those take about three to five mm -hmm. treatments. I so always make, suggest three. You do yeah. three? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I, I like that too because, pig, like you said, pigment is a big issue, especially here in Oklahoma. We got a lot of sun during the summer, oh, yeah. um, not so much in the winter, but I would recommend that if you are going to do lasers, it's usually done in the winter time, just when the sun is a little bit far away. Mm -hmm. It's the safest thing to do. Yeah. Um, I know that we do a lot of laser hair removal as well and CO2s mm -hmm. for multiple areas of the body. So you'll have to come in and find out what those services are yeah. for. But um, being part of the laser game here in Tulsa has been big for us. Yeah. And it's it's just dramatic. It's dramatic results. Yeah. Well, and if people have a question of what kind of laser they need, because a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like this about my skin or this or that. And they're kind of confused on which ones to use. That's where probably Carrie would come in involved with being the yeah, consultation. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, it's continuity care, mm -hmm. right? You yeah. get to see the same person. She knows every skin type and she knows every single laser. She'll walk you through the consultation, get you set up on the right products. Right. Right. You don't want to just jump in on a laser if you've got underlying issues that we need to fix first. So sometimes we might actually send you to the nurse practitioner if you've got acne going on. Right. That's a, a, the beautiful thing that we added in the last four years is a nurse practitioner to kind of handle those skin issues that right. we, we wouldn't be able to handle until they've seen their dermatologist or right. their doctor. So bringing on uh, a nurse practitioner has been phenomenal for us. But yeah, one-stop shop. Yeah, one-stop mm -hmm. shop. Mm -hmm. And then following that care through, they get their laser, they get assigned with a nurse, and then we do that post-care follow-up just to make sure that they were getting the desired results that they asked for. So on our specialty lasers, there's a couple of different ones that we have. The core that does a couple of different things. <laughs> so there's also vaginal rejuvenation that it helps as well. So yeah. I think a lot of people might get a little uncomfortable talking about that subject, but it is an important one. We actually have a lot of people that are interested in doing it, and that's had it done. Yes, and they've been very happy with the results. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, and the vaginal rejuvenation is really great for those that have tiny little leak leakage problems. Right, right. Um, we start to lose that pelvic floor and it thins as we age due to loss of hormones, which is another thing we do mm -hmm. is hormonal therapy. Mm -hmm. um, but by bringing in that laser and treating that vaginal canal, um, we do it in threes, right? Yep. Once, uh, once every month for three months, it really does build up that wall, thickens it up a little bit and helps support that pelvic floor. Yeah. So if you have major leaking issues, it's probably not the laser for you, but if you happen to be jumping Minor. on the trampoline mm -hmm. with your young child <laughs> and you just Oops. got a little bit, yep, <laughs> it would be a great laser for that. Yeah. Right. So what else do we want to touch on? Anything else? To, oh, I mean, we can talk a little bit about I mean, we could talk service. all day long yeah. about this stuff. <laughs> Well, you know, I just want to address some of the fears that people might have when they come in to get Botox. And um, some of the things that they ask a lot about is, why am I putting a toxin in your body? Well, I, I kind of, right. it's been around for over 50 years. It's treated uh, kids with cerebral palsy, contractures, mm -hmm. things like that. So it really is a safe product. We're using it in a much smaller scale than those big, uh, large muscle groups. So I tell them, I mean, in my 11 years, have you had, ever had a reaction with somebody that's Never. had Botox? Never. I think I may have had one, and she had a little difficulty swallowing after, swallowing after about the fourth time she got it. But, I mean, it's rare. I mean, Very it's, rare. it's yeah. right. And then as far as fillers are concerned, people are really concerned that we might overdo it. Yeah. You know, just like on the, I think on the West Coast and on yeah. the East Coast. But 
Um, I had five syringes in my face about six months ago, and I certainly don't feel like I'm overdone. I right. could probably use a little bit more. You look really natural. I, I think so, too. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people realize that it takes five syringes to make a teaspoon of product. Right. So I think, I think that's, that's yes. important to know that it's really hard to overdo unless right. you've got a budget that can afford 15-plus right. syringes. And I just don't feel like you find a whole lot of that here in Oklahoma. I think I have more people tell me that they're fearful of looking overdone right. and so they're scared to do it so they won't do it at all and anyone that has ever come to me about it I'm like okay look at our nurses look at our staff I'm glad you brought that Does up anyone here look weird or right. overdone, overdone or anything and they're like well no actually I mean I that's how I want to look yeah. and I'm like you have to trust them because right. that they're not going they're your walking billboard the last thing you want to do is have them look you know like Catwoman. right at <laughs> well, and i think when people hear three to five syringes oh my it's, gosh yeah no right. way but it really does look good right no i, I, I would agree. say it's about a syringe per decade yeah. just so to kind of keep in mind how much you might need if you're in your 40s it's probably going to be about four to five syringes and then if you're in your 60s it might be six More. to seven right uh, we had the opportunity one year to actually treat to complete a 60 year old and a 70 year old yes oh my gosh and what amazing. a difference it did and, and we did great. multiple syringes yes. on them and they just looked absolutely phenomenal and natural yeah. Um, I will say that it is the trickier of the two to treat if you're doing filler versus Botox. Mm. Botox is really, really safe to get. Um, filler, it is a little bit tricky. You want to make sure you don't get in vessels. And that's where having somebody experienced Matters. do your injectables. Yeah. Uh, I, I go around trying to teach other offices on how to do it safe. And I think that is so important that we all do it safely. So know your injector. Know their experience mm -hmm. um, before you resign yourself to doing four to five syringes. Yeah. And sometimes you can earn their trust you know, doing one, two syringes at a time. Right. And that way they see that it doesn't look crazy and then they come back for that third syringe, fourth right. syringe. Dipping your toe in the water before yes. you just plunge yeah. in. Well, it is a big step. I mean, people are afraid to look funny. Right, right. You know. I love that. We have a lot of clients that will step into it slightly. They mm -hmm. love the direction that it's mm -hmm. going. And then within two weeks, we see yeah. them back on our right schedule well, yeah, and for I think another one. The whole thing too is letting them know, like, we're not trying to augment your look. We're just yeah. trying to make you look Enhanced. more restful. Yeah. Well, more and also, restful. also doing it where we're not doing too little either. Right. Sometimes we can spread it so thin across the face that you don't even notice a difference. Right. And I think that's kind of a rookie mistake when you're first getting into this industry. You want to kind of save on somebody's budget. But if you're not doing what you should be doing, they will be back two weeks later right. thinking that that product didn't work for them at all when like it, it was did. A waste of money, but it but really it, did. Yeah, it, it just wasn't spread enough. out. So, mm -hmm. you know, don't be afraid to do those three and plus syringes mm -hmm. on your right. clients. And that's really what they need so making sure that like I said your consultant or your nurse is no, knows what they're doing that you can get those desired results right that sounds great yeah. all right well I think we're done today we're looking forward to our next episode yes to be I love continued. you too I love talking with you guys <laughs> and what are we focusing on that next episode Allergan Allergan yes I all love about this Allergan this is going to be a fun topic so tune in <laughs> this is someone's favorite it is <laughs> wink 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 all right well to be continued <laughs>